it's Inauguration Day, and what better way to not talk about politics, but still kind of talk about politics, than with sports. They are here to save the conversation, and we're going to talk to you a little bit about the history of, how it's changed, and what happens with those White House visits when teams come at the call of the president. Welcome to Sports Curious, a weekly show that helps you join the conversation by bringing you the latest topics in sports with a side of pop culture. I'm your host, Amy Bush on Siegfried. So we were thinking about topics for today's podcast. Well, we realized it's Inauguration Day, and that's a big day for everybody in our country. And we were trying to think of ways to tie that in. Now, we've already talked about athletes who have turned their fame into a career in politics, which you can check out on our website at lastnightsgame.com. And we were trying to think about a great way to spin that and what we could talk about that would be relevant. And we started talking about how the White House visit by athletes has changed. It's definitely changed in the Trump era, which we will talk about a little bit later. So let's dive right in and get started. The tradition of sports teams visiting the White House began in 1865, but it wasn't until 1924 that the first World Series champion, Washington Senators, were celebrated by President Calvin Coolidge. Although the NBA champs didn't make their first visit until 1963, the NFL in 1980, and the NHL champs, their first visit was in 1991. The regular tradition of welcoming championship teams from professional, collegiate, and Olympic sports really started with President Reagan. Since you never show up to a party empty-handed, teams typically bring along their winning trophy and a gift for the president, usually a team jersey. Or in Texas A&M's case, a pair of A&M cowboy boots. Why not? When the NFL's New York Giants visited in 1987, they brought their own snacks. The team dumped a cooler full of popcorn on President Reagan to honor the tradition of pouring Gatorade on a head coach to celebrate a victory. Plenty of teams, especially collegiate teams, fly in and out on the same day, but others stay in hopes of leaving a lasting impression on the D.C. area. When the Pittsburgh Steelers visited the White House, the team and the president packed over 3,000 care packages for troops serving overseas. During their time at the Capitol, the San Antonio Spurs visited wounded veterans, and the USA women's soccer team put on a youth soccer clinic. Well, we know it's not always warm and fuzzy as some players boycott the visit to the White House and use it as an opportunity to speak out against the president's policy or the government. It used to be very rare to decline the invitation, but we've seen a lot of that in President Trump's presidency with partial rosters attending or entire teams declining to attend the White House visit. While there are still plenty of championship teams that have visited the White House, during his time in office, President Trump never extended an invitation to the WNBA champions. And lastly, no matter who the sitting president is, the overwhelming majority of athletes who visit the White House talk about the surreal and unbelievable experience. While most presidents avoid restricted areas of the White House, most of the presentations take place in the Rose Garden or in the hall that you're used to seeing for White House events. President Trump was known for throwing the Secret Service for a loop and bringing his athletic visitors into the Oval Office and other rooms not usually open to the public. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that this arms you with something great to talk about with your family and friends when you don't want to talk about politics. Speaking of, we have a lot of great topics either on our podcast or written up on our website at lastnightsgame.com that will help you avoid any conversation, but also dive into the conversations you want to know a lot about. We'll be getting ready to fire up some stuff right here about Super Bowl. So make sure to stay tuned for that because that is always a great time of year to engage in sports even if you don't give a crap about who's playing on the field. Remember, we're not here to make you the next ESPN side 
headline reporter, we just want you to be able to engage in the conversation. If you like the free content that you receive every week, we would absolutely love it if you would go over to wherever you get your podcast and hit that subscribe button. And of course, there's always the wonderful gift of giving us a review. We know you have so many things pulling at your time. So thank you if you're able to do that. And hopefully that subscribe button will save you some time from searching for us next week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at last night's game where we have daily conversation starters so you can get your day started off on the right foot. Let's be honest, it's better than an egg McMuffin for breakfast, but maybe right up there with your cup of coffee in excitement. With that, once again, we're keeping it short and sweet. We hope you have a fantastic week. Stay safe, friends. Wash your hands, and we'll see you here next week for another episode of Sports Curious. (laughs) 